Hey everybody, it is Jazzy B with the number one healing self-love podcast here in the city. And you can find us at www.spillingthetewithjazzyb.com. And don't forget to tune in to our sister company at www.glamphotobooverentals.com. Stay tuned, over and out. Hey everybody, it is Jazzy B, your host on Spilling the Tea with Jazzy B, and I am so excited that I am back here with you guys. Oh my goodness, I feel like it was forever. I did take a little time off a little bit after the Louis Lee um, event and design um, convention down in Atlanta. Um, definitely check out another one of our episodes that will give you the inside scoop and details of how that went for Lou and Lee and Atlanta, Georgia. I am so excited today. I don't know why, but I'm just happy to be back here with you guys. Definitely, I need you to subscribe to Spilling the Tea with Jazzy B across all platforms. You know that we are a number one hit self-love podcast here in this city and also could be coming to a city near you. So that is very exciting to me and also a well-bred um, um, accomplishment of our platform. So definitely I want to give a hand to myself and to so many others that have contributed to this. So let's get straight into it. Woo! Oh my goodness. I miss y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I miss y'all. Like, I just miss speaking where I know that I'm speaking effectively. Like, I, I mean, I speak effectively anyways, but I just miss my own platform. What was I thinking being gone so long? I don't know. Maybe the lazy procrastination spirit came over me, but baby, today, it, it, it's not none of that. It's not none of that. But let's get straight into it. Today's episode is about ending a relationship fearlessly. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, we as people need to make sure that we are not scared to end a relationship. And I do understand that there are so many different scenarios that could play out in that particular setting. But I am an advocate for ending meaningless relationships or two, relationships that have ran its course or three, relationships that probably should have never been a relationship because it's just fraud. You know, we have those where it's like, after you realize that it's fraud, it's like, what, what, what was I doing? But I am here today to jump straight into it. Breaking free from a relationship can be challenging and emotional process, but it's essential for personal growth and well-being. When it within a relationship is no longer healthy or fulfilling. Here are some steps that I've come up with to help you fearlessly in a relationship. Number one, self-reflection. Take some time to honestly evaluate the relationship and your feelings. Reflect on what is making you unhappy, unfulfilled, or uncomfortable in a relationship. Understand your needs, desires, and what you want for you, your future, excuse me. So what I'm, what I'm implying with this is that first you need to do some self-searching. What about this relationship? And like I said, this is not really a relationship podcast or anything, but this is like general living. You know, this is a part of life. So we're going to speak on this. But at the same time, I'm not really talking about romantic, more so just general relationships because I find myself in relationships at jobs, not necessarily anything romantic, but platonic relationships have been almost just as stressful too because we're dealing with the same um, qualities, mental qualities of a person as if you were in a romantic setting with them. So this is what it's for, like general relationships. So take some time to self-reflect. What is not making me happy? What are they doing? Am I overreacting? I have to ask myself that a lot. Am I overreacting? And sometimes I have to ask other sound 
individuals that I trust with that particular information. I'll, I'll like one of my um, one of my spiritual sisters. I'm not going to disclose her name. She's a private person, but I'll definitely call her and I'll be like, "Hey, wh- wh- how how could I have done better with this? What do you think about this?" And nine times out of ten, depending on most of the situations that I call her on, she'd be like, "Listen, Jazzy B, what are you talking about?" This person is a such and such. This person is a such and such. I have already heard the red flag without you being able to utter the red flag. This was bound to happen. This is probably a lesson, you know. So definitely it's great to have one of those type of persons or um, group of people or a, a spiritual sister or a soul sister or a soul tribe to be in your corner, not necessarily to stroke your ego or to make you feel like that you're right about every situation because she don't she didn't chew me out too she didn't tell me like you need to do this and you need to do that and i just be like oh god but it's it's i, I take it in and i and i thank my sister she knows who she is she'll wake up four hours after this has been released and she'll be like i heard you talking about me girl you know so um, you have to have some people like that because you will wreck your brain trying to figure out was it my fault was it my fault why did it happen this way so you have to do some self-reflection take some time and understand your needs your desires and what you want for your future this is your life i can't reiterate that more this is your life there will be challenges and I'm not wishing them upon nobody because sometimes they're tough. There will be challenges to evolve your inner soul, not your physical body, unless you're training to be an athlete or something like that. But your physical soul, the energy that drives this life. Okay. Number two, take someone you trust. And like I said, that was kind of tied into number one, but I'm sorry, talk to someone you trust. I said, take someone you trust. I don't know, you might want to take somebody that you trust though. Take them with you and just ride this journey of life on out and that'll be a friend. But no, talk to someone you trust. Share your feelings and thoughts with a close friend, family member, and or therapist. Like I said, I don't know if I told you many times before, I have a sorority sister. Um, and from Philadelphia, she is a psychotherapist, Dr. Tyra Gardner. And when I have those moments of, let's just say, therapist-worthy topics, I will call her. But I don't abuse the fact that she is a psychotherapist. I don't do that. What I do is I'll ask if, hey, you got some time? Hey, I want to talk to you about something. I'm very respectful of her because I would never want her to think that because we are sorority sisters that I utilize her as a therapist. And sometimes when when, when, when sister don't want to be bothered, she might hit me with the uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I ain't saying she ain't listening, but sis be over there on the cricket. She be over there on, on her on her uh stream yard. She be there over there on her her uh her Instagram, you know, her booking site, her website. So definitely take some time out to uh, check out the podcast Tyra just said on Instagram and, and, and on YouTube and so many more platforms. But um being a sorority sister sorry, is an amazing experience, but her being a psychotherapist. Man, you know, sometimes it can be amazing. Sometimes I'd be like, you okay after that one? You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's amazing to see someone help relentlessly um, within the, the, the community of people because she has a platform that does just not cover Philly, but other parts of the world also. So shout out to Dr. Tyra. Um, you're amazing, and I don't give that out um, willy-nilly because you know I am a stickler of quality. Quality. So um, shout out to you, Dr. Tyra. Shout out to Philly, the the the, the city of brotherly love uh, and sisterly love. But there may be a point within your journey you might need to talk to a therapist. Talk closely to someone supportive and could provide valuable insight and emotional support during the difficult times. 
listen, let me tell you something. Depending on where you come from family-wise, it might not be your family. Do not make that mistake because sometimes they're so invested into who they are or what they want or what they're going through. They can't open up that mental part in their brain to understand, accept what you're going through. I've seen it with my own family. You know, if I'm telling them, hey, I feel bothered. I feel like something is bothering me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is. I feel like it's an energy. You know, they just shut down like, uh-uh, you better pray. Okay, this might be a little bit more than just prayer. Okay, so be careful with who you go and talk to about whatever you are going through. Okay, because you don't want to make that mistake like I have where you're talking to somebody and they're straight up just disregarding. Oh, you're this, you're crazy, you're this. No, because the first time you tell me I'm crazy is the last time we talk because why is it that when I'm speaking profoundly about an issue that I'm going through because you can't relate to it, you think that I'm crazy. No, you're crazy for not having an open mind. We are all put here to evolve. We are all put here to evolve. We are all put here to evolve. So if your mental capacity has not evolved and you're almost 70 years old, failed mission, you might be here in another life. Know that. Let's continue. Number three, consider the consequences when you're in a relationship and you're trying to exit. Okay? Now, like I said, this is not a really a romantic relationship that I'm speaking of. This is a platonic or general. And I say general because sometimes platonic could be leading to, to, to romantic. What I'm saying is if it is a platonic relationship and it is at work, we're talking about a work relationship or, or neighbor, general neighbor relationship. You have to make sure that you look at every possibility of consequence. Am I dealing with somebody that has a temper? Am I dealing with somebody that is like really immature? Am I dealing with somebody that's very head and high strong to the point where they're willing to take me out because of this disagreement or me trying to leave? Even if you got to sit down with a piece of paper and draw a stick people and figure this out, please do. Please do. Because people are not mentally stable as much as they used to be out here. And don't let them fool you. Do not let them fool you. Pay attention to how people treat other people. To pay attention to what people say to people on the phone. Especially if you're around them and you're witnessing that conversation. Now, don't be all nosy now. Don't be overly doing it like, mm-hmm, what you say on that phone? Don't do that. Because cause, cause, cause then they know that you're watching them. You, you got to be incognito with it. I'm very good at that. Very good. I'm an observer. Whatever don't apply, let it fly. Whatever I feel like that needs to be mentally noted, it is. Whether I noted it or not, it's a subconscious thing. You know, when I talk to certain people or family, 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 or friends, friends, friends. I had one of my spiritual sisters say that you, you have, you, you be remembering stuff. You be remembering stuff. And I couldn't really tell her 100%. Like, I've trained myself to be an investigator because when it comes down to, to this life, this life is very deceitful. Hmm. Say the wrong thing around Jazzy B. Boy, I'll get ghost on you quicker than a mug. Quicker than Casper. Huh. Okay? But I'm not perfect either. We're working on some stuff. But consider the consequences. Understand that breaking free from a relationship may have significant consequences, emotional and practical. Be prepared for potential challenges and changes that may come with the decision. So if you're dealing with somebody that's at work, know that he he or she might come out and cut your tires if you didn't did the wrong thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I never forget I was working in a major casino here in, in this city. I had, we did a shift bid. And I got the spot that everybody wanted. Now, it wasn't a morning shift. It was a night shift. But it had like Friday and Saturday off. Or like Saturday and Sunday off. But it was like a real messed up schedule. But it was a real good one. It was like a 9 to 5 in the morning. I was the last person to leave out of that department. 9 to 5 in the morning. Man, when I got that shift, 
They were so mad. I had to run out to my car in the parking lot, make sure they ain't cut my tires of my car. There was some shady people up in there, baby. Shady. Shady. And I worked with all guys, too. And because I wasn't giving, giving it up like, you know, some people were in the casino. Ooh, did I say that? My bad. But, but what I'm saying is because I wasn't giving it up, giving the red snapper up, giving uh, giving the sea monster up you know they they was they was heated they like man you know but when you're in a work setting yes you better check on your car yes you better i don't i don't trust them i don't trust them i'm not fear-mongering but that is the quickest way to get somebody you know cut your tires or break through your through your windshield okay but Know the consequences. Be prepared. Go to Discount Tire. Okay, FYI, this is not a commercial for Discount Tire, but I have used them and I, I'm I'm worthy um, to, to speak on them. Get coverage over your tires. <laughs> get coverage over your tires. Where if something happened to it, you could get a brand new tire. Now, the most that they've charged me for a tire is like $15, $16, $20. And that's not bad, because a tire nowadays like $300 a piece. Woo! Okay? So, what I'm saying is be prepared. Prepare yourself to exit quietly. And the reason why I say quietly is because you don't want this to disrupt your well-being. You don't want this to disrupt your life. You don't want this to be a major disruption to what you have going on. But at the same time, I think it's very important to strategize your exit so that it won't move someone in a negative manner. Okay. Number four, plan your approach. If you get ready to go toe to toe with this boss, this manager, this neighbor, especially the neighbors. Oh, please don't let it be a Karen or a Bob or anything like that. And I'm not trying to be rude or whatever, but that is a term. A Karen is a term. Okay. Because they are nine times out of ten, depending on who they are, where you live at, or something, they retired. They feel entitled. They've lived long enough to make friends with the police force. Also, they're watching you. They're watching what you do. They're watching where you when when you come in, when you're leaving. You see what I'm saying? When you retire, you got all of this time. So what I'm saying is, be careful when you're dealing with the individual that's really a nuisance like you friended them because that they they always friend you that's that's the invite the invite is i'll act like you're a friend to make sure that i have a heads up on you i've had it done to me not necessarily by a neighbor but by a co-worker the older ones see the older ones have lived long enough to know how to um efficiently plot and plan how they want to conquer the new girl or the new guy. I used to be the new girl. Wait a minute. The ex-new girl of our department from this one job, me and her still friends to this day. When she seen me come, when she seen me, how, how cool I was, how fly I was, when she seen me come into the job or whatever, and I was the new girl, she ran over to me like, oh girl, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm like, what's up? She's like, yeah, girl, I used to be the new girl. These old ladies used to be on me, bothering me. Oh, your pants too tight. Your hair too long. Your nails too long. Da, 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 da. I just ate her up. And I, said, I, I, said, I just cracked up. Like, I ain't worried about them. I ain't worried about them because I was confident. And I knew I was good with words. And I knew I was an observer, too. So nothing was going to get past me to make me feel some kind of way, you know? But shout out to her, she knows who she is and, and thank you for that beautiful friendship that we have developed. But when you are dealing with an individual that is watching you, something like a neighbor, make sure that you move in on the, on the right frequency and make sure that you take enough time to observe them because you want to have just as much info on them as it's it, it just as much as they getting on you. And see what they do, they always got an animal. They always got an animal. So now that gives them prompt to walk past your house. And don't let the animal got the pee. He go, he or she gonna pick up the poop. Cause they don't never want to give you ammo to shoot at them. Not ammo to shoot physically, but ammo information to use against them. 
They gonna pick up the poop. But while they picking up the why the dog pooping or 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 you urinating, they looking over at your house and see what you doing. Okay, know that. But plan the approach. Think about how you want to approach a conversation with your partner. Choose an appropriate time and place to talk and then be clear and honest about your feeling and decision. Let's just say this was a relationship thing. Make sure that if you're dealing with somebody who's ridiculous, make sure that you got a camera, make sure you got audio, make sure you got an air tag. Do and take all proper precautions because you just never know who is mentally stable and who is not. Make sure that you're somewhere public. Make sure that maybe you've told a friend. Listen, I have people that still call me to this day. Like, I'm getting ready to go on a date with this guy. Um, I really think it's a good idea if maybe you would dress up in a trench coat with, like, some glasses on with one of those hats that you were selling on GlamourCentrals.com and, like, with some uh, binoculars. I'm like, now you know I got the binoculars on deck. I call it binoculars because I always felt like it was funnier when I would say that word. But I, used to, I always tell my girl, like, don't worry about that. I got the binoculars on deck, baby. I, I'll be there. I'll be there. And I got two trench coats, okay? Nice. Nice. I ain't gonna lie, I got them from the retail shop and I took them straight to the dry cleaner. Nice trench coats, man. So trust me, I'm that girl that might show up in a trench coat. But no, um, so I do have friends and, and, and family that, that, that'll, that'll say like, hey, you know, meet me at this restaurant, I'm gonna go on a date. So if it's one of those situations where you're getting ready to confront somebody, a restaurant is okay. I take that versus being at home and then it turns into a domestic violence situation. But then again, that's still public. Sometimes people will stand up and record. Sometimes you might just need to do it in a different way. Write a letter, send an email. And, and you might think like, damn, that's real shitty as a person to, to, to do that. But baby, you have to sometimes plan it out. Ask other mature individuals like, hey, how should I go about this? And, and, and if this is really a tough one, because I've had some tough ones. I've had to end relationships with, ooh, I had to even say it. I've had to end relationships with people who I've considered through sisterhood. You know what I'm saying? And, oh my God, I, I got to share this with y'all. I had one individual, and I cannot give any names like that. I do not feel comfortable. I had one individual where we had grew a bond at least so I thought. But I had started seeing some red flags. This is a strictly platonic uh, sisterhood relationship. And some of the things that that individual was doing, I wouldn't have never did to them. And I don't really feel like it was 100% malicious. I think it was done as a coping mechanism for, from their dysfunctional living uh, life or space or the mentality that you create when you're going through hard times. Um, it was very selfish. It was not sisterly. And it just took me back to other zodiac signs, uh, uh, took me back to other people that was the same zodiac sign as that individual, okay? So now this is the personality thing. Um, now I'm comparing, now I'm doing research, and this is the personality of this individual, hands down. And when I say I could not get, it was like, it, it made me feel like this person had a stronghold on me. I had even asked other individuals that knew this person, what they thought and what they what what a few of them said was run that's what i heard and i could not believe that i had to pray this individual away and i thank the most high god i thank the ancestors i thank my higher self i thank my my angels and my spirit team and I, I thank any and every energy that helped me get through that because I didn't want to do it because I had invested into a relationship or a bond, a sisterly bond with this individual. 
And it kind of hurt it because, like, I have no relationship with the sister, my half-sister or whatever, that's, that's, that's still around. So I hated to have to do this to this individual, but at the expense that I had paid to experience different sisterly experience with, with this individual, I felt like that I, I needed to end it. I needed to end it because you don't deserve me or the next person like like we were aiming to be. But when I say I pray, I have never prayed like that. Besides another individual, it was a man. It was another individual I was dating. I prayed to get away from that person. But never, ever, ever let yourself get to the point where you is having to pray to get out of a situation. It's not a bad thing, but try to have as much control over as much. That's why I say go into this planning um, how to go about this approach. So plan your approach. Think about how you want to approach the conversation with with, with a partner, whether it's a friend or whatever, colleague or whatever. But Think about it way before you got to get to the point of having to pray. Also, script a conversation. Know your key points that are facts. Don't speak from an emotional standpoint. And that's what the therapists are saying. Like, don't, 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 don't go into a logical type of setup with emotional feelings. There will be some moments where you can in your life. But when you're trying to make a profound statement, that is not wise to be emotional, especially in the work setting, especially if you're dealing with men, especially if you're dealing with a certain kind of man. You need to be stable, firm, use words that are very clear and direct, use body language, use eye signals, and also make sure that you have facts and emails to back it. Baby, I'm telling you, I didn't have to. I, <laughs> I didn't have to go to war with some people. Ooh, I ain't lying. Let's get right back into it. Communicate openly, number five. Have an open and respectful conversation with your partner. Don't come off calling them don't do that don't do that don't start cussing because it's gonna go that starts the negativity but listen if 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 it's a situation that that's getting ruled on account of somebody else you might have you might have to start cussing though okay be honest about your feelings and reasons for wanting to end the relationship. Avoid blame. But express yourself genuinely. It takes a strong individual to not blame someone. I am accountable for X, Y, or Z. I take that. Get to that point on your journey where you could be accountable. I apologized to my mom recently for a situation that she created. But I was accountable for the actions that I had implemented in it. That probably opened up so many doors for me spiritually. That probably opened up so much in in my body. It probably opened up so much uh, mentally for me. It probably opened up so much for my journey here in this realm. And and I am so thankful to really have taken that step. Now, don't get me wrong. What what I said was every bit of what she needed. And, 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 And let's get into this. Everybody, it is Jazzy B, your host on Spilling the Tea with Jazzy B, and I am so excited that I am back here with you guys. 
oh my goodness, I feel like it was forever. I did take a little time off a little bit after the Louis Lee um, event and design um, convention down in Atlanta. Um, definitely check out another one of our episodes that will give you the inside scoop and details of how that went for Louis Lee and Atlanta, Georgia. I am so excited today. I don't know why, but I'm just happy to be back here with you guys. Definitely, I need you to subscribe to Spilling the Tea with Jazzy B across all platforms. You know that we are a number one hit self-love podcast here in this city and also could be coming to a city near you. So that is very exciting to me and also a well-breaded um, um, accomplishment of our platform. So definitely I want to give a hand to myself and to so many others that have contributed to this. So let's get straight into it. Woo! Oh my goodness. I miss y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I miss y'all. Like, I just miss speaking where I know that I'm speaking effectively. Like, I, I mean, I speak effectively anyways, but I just miss my own platform. What was I thinking being gone so long? I don't know. Maybe the lazy procrastination spirit came over me, but baby, today... It, it, it's not none of that. It's not none of that. But let's get straight into it. Today's episode is about ending a relationship fearlessly. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, we as people need to make sure that we are not scared to end a relationship. And I do understand that there are so many different scenarios that could play out in that particular setting but i am an advocate for ending meaningless relationships or two relationships that have ran its course or three relationships that probably should have never been a relationship because it's just fraud you know we have those where it's like after you realize that it's fraud it's like what what, what was i doing but i am here today to jump straight into it Breaking free from a relationship can be challenging and emotional process, but it's essential for personal growth and well-being. When it within a relationship is no longer healthy or fulfilling. Here are some steps that I've come up with to help you fearlessly in a relationship. Number one, self-reflection. Take some time to honestly evaluate the relationship and your feelings. Reflect on what is making you unhappy, unfulfilled, or uncomfortable in a relationship. Understand your needs, desires, and what you want for you, your future. Excuse me. So, what I'm what I'm implying with this is that first you need to do some self-searching. What about this relationship? And like I said, this is not really a relationship podcast or anything, but. This is like general living, you know, this is a part of life. So we're going to speak on this, but at the same time, I'm not really talking about romantic, more so just general relationships because I find myself in relationships at jobs, not necessarily anything romantic, but platonic relationships have been almost just as stressful too, because we're dealing with the same um, qualities, mental qualities of a person as if you were in a rom romantic setting with them. So this is what it's for, like general relationships. So take some time to self-reflect. What is not making me happy? What are they doing? Am I overreacting? I have to ask myself that a lot. Am I overreacting? And sometimes I have to ask other sound individuals that I trust with that particular information. I'll, I'll like one of my, um, one of my spiritual sisters, I'm not going to disclose her name. She's a private person, but I'll definitely call her and I'll be like, Hey, how, how could I have done better with this? What do you think about this? And nine times out of 10, depending on most of the situations that I call her on, she'd be like, listen, Jazzy B, what are you talking about? This person is a such and such. This person is a such and such. I have already heard the red flags without me being able to utter the red flags. 
this was bound to happen. This is probably a lesson, you know? So definitely it's great to have one of those type of persons or um, group of people or a, a spiritual sister or a soul sister or a soul tribe to be in your corner, not necessarily to stroke your ego or to make you feel like that you're right about every situation because she don't. She didn't chew me out too. She didn't tell me like, you need to do this and you need to do that. And I just be like, oh God. But it's, it's, I, I take it in and I, and I thank my sister. She knows who she is. She'll wake up four hours after this has been released and she'll be like, I heard you talking about me, girl. You know, so um, you have to have some people like that because you will wreck your brain trying to figure out, was it my fault? Was it my fault? Why did it happen this way? So you have to do some self-reflection. Take some time and understand your needs, your desires, and what you want for your future. This is your life. I can't reiterate that more. This is your life. There will be challenges. And I'm not wishing them upon nobody because sometimes they're tough. There will be challenges to evolve your inner soul, not your physical body, unless you're training to be an athlete or something like that. But your physical soul, the energy that drives this life, okay? Number two, take someone you trust. And like I said, that was kind of tied into number one, but I'm sorry, talk to someone you trust. I said, take someone you trust. I don't know, you might want to take somebody that you trust though. Take them with you and just, Ride this journey of life on out, and that'll be a friend. But no, talk to someone you trust. Share your feelings and thoughts with a close friend, family member, and or a therapist. Like I said, I don't know if I told you many times before, I have a sorority sister um, in, from Philadelphia. She is a psychotherapist, Dr. Tyra Gardner. And when I have those moments of, let's just say, therapist-worthy, topics i will call her but i don't abuse the fact that she is a psychotherapist i don't do that what i do is i'll ask if hey you got some time hey i want to talk to you about something i'm very respectful of her because i would never want her to think that because we are sorority sisters that i utilize her as a therapist and sometimes when when when, when sis don't want to be bothered she might hit me with the uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. <laughs> I ain't saying she ain't listening, but sis be over there on the cricket. She be over there on, on her on her uh stream yard. She be there over there on her her uh her Instagram, you know, her booking site, her website. So definitely take some time out to uh, check out the podcast Tyra just said on Instagram and, and, and on YouTube and so many more platforms. But um being a sorority sister sorry, is an amazing experience, but her being a psychotherapist, man, you know, sometimes it can be amazing. Sometimes I'd be like, you okay after that one? You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's amazing to see someone help relentlessly um, within the, the, the community of people because she has a platform that does just not cover Philly, but other parts of the world also. So shout out to Dr. Tyra. Um, you're amazing. And I don't give that out um, willy nilly because you know I am a stickler of quality. Quality. So um, shout out to you, Dr. Tyra. Shout out to Philly, the, 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 the city of brotherly love uh, and sisterly love. But there may be a point within your journey you might need to talk to a therapist. Talk closely to someone supportive and can provide valuable insight and emotional support during the difficult time. Listen, let me tell you something. Depending on where you come from family-wise, it might not be your family. Do not make that mistake because sometimes they're so invested into who they are or what they want or what they're going through, they can't open up that mental part in their brain to understand, accept what you're going through. I've seen it with my own family. You know, if I'm telling them, hey, I feel bothered. I feel like something is bothering me. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is. I feel like it's an energy. You know, they just shut down. Like, uh-uh, you better pray. Okay, this might be a little bit more than just prayer. Okay, so be careful with who you go and talk to about whatever you are going through. Okay, because you don't want to make that mistake like I have where you're talking to somebody and they're straight up just disregarding. Oh, you're this, you're crazy, you're this. No, because the first time you tell me I'm crazy is the last time we talk because why is it that when I'm speaking profoundly about an issue that I'm going through because you can't relate to it, you think that I'm crazy. No, you're crazy for not having an open mind. We are all put here to evolve. We are all put here to evolve. We are all put here to evolve. So if your mental capacity has not evolved and you're almost 70 years old, failed mission, you might be here in another life. Know that. Let's continue. Number three, consider the consequences when you're in a relationship and you're trying to exit. Okay? Now, like I said, this is not a really a romantic relationship that I'm speaking of. This is a platonic or general. And I say general because sometimes platonic could be leading to, to, to romantic. What I'm saying is if it is a platonic relationship and it is at work, we're talking about a work relationship or, or neighbor, general neighbor relationship. You have to make sure that you look at every possibility of consequence. Am I dealing with somebody that has a temper? Am I dealing with somebody that is like really immature? Am I dealing with somebody that's very head and high strong to the point where they're willing to take me out because of this disagreement or me trying to leave? Even if you got to sit down with a piece of paper and draw stick people and figure this out, please do. Please do. Because people are not mentally stable as much as they used to be out here. And don't let them fool you. Do not let them fool you. Pay attention to how people treat other people. To pay attention to what people say to people on the phone. Especially if you're around them and you're witnessing that conversation. Now, don't be all nosy now. Don't be overly doing it like, mm-hmm, what you say on that phone? Don't do that. Because cause, cause, cause then they know that you're watching them. You, you got to be incognito with it. I'm very good at that. Very good. I'm an observer. Whatever don't apply, let it fly. Whatever I feel like that needs to be mentally noted, it is. Whether I noted it or not, it's a subconscious thing. You know, when I talk to certain people or family, 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 or friends, 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 I had one of my spiritual sisters say the other day, you, you have, you, you be remembering stuff. You be remembering stuff. And I couldn't really tell her 100%. Like, I've trained myself to be an investigator because when it comes down to to this life, this life is very deceitful. Say the wrong thing around Jazzy B. Boy, I'll get ghost on you quicker than a mug. Quicker than Casper. Huh. Okay? But I'm not perfect either. We're working on some stuff. But consider the consequences. Understand that breaking free from a relationship may have significant consequences, emotional and practical. Be prepared for potential challenges and changes that may come with the decision. So if you're dealing with somebody that's at work, know that he he or she might come out and cut your tires if you didn't did the wrong thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I never forget I was working in a major casino here in, in this city. I had, we did a shift bid. And I got the spot that everybody wanted. Now, it wasn't a morning shift. It was a night shift. But it had like Friday and Saturday off. Or like Saturday and Sunday off. But it was like a real messed up schedule. But it was a real good one. It was like a 9 to 5 in the morning. I was the last person to leave out of that department. 9 to 5 in the morning. Man, when I got that shift, they was so mad. I had to run out to my car in the parking lot. Make sure they ain't cut my tires to my car. There was some shady people up in there, baby. Shady. Shady. And I worked with all guys, too. And because I wasn't giving, giving it up like, you know, some people were in the casino. Oop, did I say that? My bad. But, but what I'm saying is because I wasn't giving it up, giving the red snapper up, giving, uh, giving the sea monster up. 
you know, they they was they was heated. They like, man, you know. But when you're in a work setting, yes, you better check on your car. Yes, you better. I don't I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I'm not fear mongering. But that is the quickest way to get somebody. You know, cut your tires or a brick through your through your windshield. Okay, but know the consequences. Be prepared. Go to Discount Tire. Okay, FYI, this is not a commercial for Discount Tire, but I have used them and I, I'm I'm worthy um, to to speak on them. Get coverage over your tires. <laughs> over your tires where if something happened to it you could get a brand new tire now the most that they've charged me for a tire is like 15 16 20 dollars and that's not bad because a tire nowadays is like 300 a piece Woo! okay so what i'm saying is be prepared prepare yourself to exit quietly and the reason why i say quietly is because you don't want this to disrupt your well-being you don't want this to disrupt your life you don't want this to be a major disruption to what you have going on. But at the same time, I think it is very important to strategize your exit so that it won't move someone in a negative manner. Okay. Number four, plan your approach. If you get ready to go toe to toe with this boss, this manager, this neighbor, especially the neighbors. Ooh, please don't let it be a Karen or a Bob or anything like that. And I'm not trying to be rude or whatever, but that is a term, a Karen is a term, okay? Because they are, nine times out of 10, depending on who they are or where you live at or something, they retire, they feel entitled, they've lived long enough to make friends with the police force. Also, they're watching you, they're watching what you do, they're watching where you, when, when you're coming, when you're leaving. You see what I'm saying? When you retire, you got all of this time. So what I'm saying is be careful when you're dealing with an individual that's really a nuisance. Like you friended them because that they they always friend you. That's that's the invite. The invite is I'll act like you're a friend to make sure that I have a heads up on you. I've had it done to me, not necessarily by a neighbor, but by a coworker, the older one. See, the older ones have lived long enough to know how to um, efficiently plot and plan how they want to conquer the new girl or the new guy. I used to be the new girl. Wait a minute. The ex-new girl of our department from this one job, me and her still friends to this day, when she seen me come, when she seen me, how, how cool I was, how fly I was, when she seen me come into the job or whatever, and I was the new girl, she ran over to me like, oh, girl, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm like, what's up? She's like, yeah, girl, I used to be the new girl. These old ladies used to be on me, bothering me. Oh, your pants too tight. Your hair too long. Your nails too long. Da -da 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 -da. I just ate her up. After I, I, I just cracked up. Like, I ain't worried about them. I ain't worried about them because I was confident, and I knew I was good with words, and I knew I was an observer, too. So nothing was going to get past me to make me feel some kind of way, you know. But shout out to her. She knows who she is. And, and thank you for that beautiful friendship that we have developed. But when you are dealing with an individual that is watching you, something like a neighbor, make sure that you move in on the, on the right frequency. And make sure that you take enough time to observe them. Because you want to have just as much info on them as, 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 as just as much as they getting on you. And see what they do. They always got an animal. They always got an animal. So now that gives them prompt to walk past your house. And don't let the animal got the pee. He go, he or she gonna pick up the poop. Cause they don't never want to give you ammo to shoot at them. Not ammo to shoot physically, but ammo information to use against them. They gonna pick up the poop. But why they picking up the what well, why the dog pooping or 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 you urinating, they looking over at your house and see what you doing. Okay, know that. But plan the approach. Think about how you want to approach the conversation with your partner. Choose an appropriate time and place to talk and then be clear and honest about your feeling and decision. Let's just say this was a relationship thing. 
make sure that if you're dealing with somebody who's ridiculous, make sure that you got a camera, make sure you got audio, make sure you got an air tag. Do and take all proper precautions because you just never know who is mentally stable and who is not. Make sure that you're somewhere public. Make sure that maybe you've told a friend. Listen, I have people that still call me to this day. Like, I'm getting ready to go on a date with this guy. Um, I really think it's a good idea if maybe you would dress up in a trench coat with, like, some glasses on with one of those hats that you were selling on GlamourCentrals.com and, like, with some uh, binoculars. I'm like, now you know I got the binoculars on deck. I call it binoculars. I always felt like it was funnier when I would say that word. But I, used to, I always tell my girl, like, don't worry about that. I got the binoculars on deck, baby. I'll be there. I'll be there. And I got two trench coats, okay? Nice. Nice. I ain't gonna lie, I got them from the resale shop and I took them straight to the dry cleaner. Nice trench coats, man. So trust me, I'm that girl that might show up in a trench coat. But no, um, so I do have friends and, and, and family that, that, that'll say like, hey, you know, meet me at this restaurant, I'm gonna go on a date. So if it's one of those situations where you're getting ready to confront somebody, a restaurant is okay. I take that versus being at home and then it turns into a domestic violence situation. But then again, that's still public. Sometimes people will stand up and record. Sometimes you might just need to do it in a different way. Write a letter, send an email. And, and you might think like, damn, that's real shitty as a person to, to, to do that. But baby, you have to sometimes plan it out. Ask other mature individuals like, hey, how should I go about this? And, and, and if this is really a tough one, because I've had some tough ones. I've had to end relationships with, ooh, I had to even say it. I've had to end relationships with people who I've considered through sisterhood. You know what I'm saying? And, oh my God, I, I got to share this with y'all. I had one individual, and I cannot give any names like that. I do not feel comfortable. I had one individual where we had grew up bond at least so I thought. But I had started seeing some red flags. This is a strictly platonic uh, sisterhood relationship. And some of the things that that individual was doing, I wouldn't have never did to them. And I don't really feel like it was 100% malicious. I think it was done as a coping mechanism for, from their dysfunctional living uh, life or space or the mentality that you create when you're going through hard times. Um, it was very selfish. It was not sisterly. And it just took me back to other zodiac signs. Uh, uh, took me back to other people that was the same zodiac sign as that individual, okay? So now this is the personality thing. Um, now I'm comparing, now I'm doing research, and this is the personality of this individual, hands down. And when I say I could not get, it was like, it, it made me feel like this person had a stronghold on me. I had even asked other individuals that knew this person, what they thought and what they what what a few of them said was run that's what i heard and i could not believe that i had to pray this individual away and i thank the most high god i thank the ancestors i thank my higher self i thank my my angels and my spirit team and I, I thank any and every energy that helped me get through that because I didn't want to do it because I had invested into a relationship or a bond, a sisterly bond with this individual. And it kind of hurt it because like I have no relationship with the sister, my half sister or whatever that's, that's, that's still around. So I hated to have to do this to this individual, but at the expense that I had paid to experience different sisterly experience with, with this individual, 
I felt like that I, I needed to end it. I needed to end it because you don't deserve me or the next person like like we were aiming to be. But when I say I pray, I have never prayed like that. Besides another individual, it was a man. It was another individual I was dating. I prayed to get away from that person. But never, ever, ever let yourself get to the point where you is having to pray to get out of a situation. It's not a bad thing, but try to have as much control over as much. That's why I say go into this planning um how to go about this approach. So plan your approach. Think about how you want to approach the conversation with your with, with a partner, whether it's a friend or whatever, colleague or whatever. But think about it way before you gotta get to the point of having to pray. Also, script a conversation. Know your key points that are facts. Don't speak from an emotional standpoint. And that's what the therapist is saying. Like, don't, 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 don't go into a logical type of setup with emotional feelings. There will be some moments where you can in your life, but when you're trying to make a profound statement, that is not wise to be emotional, especially in the work setting, especially if you're dealing with men, especially if you're dealing with a certain kind of man. You need to be stable, firm, use words that are very clear and direct, use body language, use eye signals, and also make sure that you have facts and emails to back you. Baby, I'm telling you, I didn't have to. <laughs> I done had to go to war with some people. Ooh, I ain't lying. Let's get right back into it. Communicate openly, number five. Have an open and respectful conversation with your partner. Don't come off calling them Don't do that, don't do that. Don't start cussing, cause it's gonna go, that starts the negativity. But listen, if if it if, if it's a situation that that's getting ruled on account of somebody else, you might have to you might have to start cussing though. Okay. Be honest about your feelings and reasons for wanting to end the relationship. Avoid blame. But express yourself genuinely. It takes a strong individual to not blame someone. I am accountable for X, Y, or Z. I take that. Get to that point on your journey where you could be accountable. I apologized to my mom recently for a situation that she created, but I was accountable for the actions that I had implemented in it. That probably opened up so many doors for me spiritually. That probably opened up so much in, in my body. It probably opened up so much emotion, uh, mentally for me. It probably opened up so much for my journey here in this realm. And, and I am so thankful to really have taken that step. Now don't get me wrong. What, what I said was every bit of what she needed. And, 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 and let's get into this. Hey, everybody, it's Jazzy B, and I know you enjoyed the show. But definitely, I have an offer for you. Picture yourself surrounded by kaleidoscopes of different colors, vibrant and jaw-dropping balloon displays, and a community of like-minded individuals who share the same passion for the world of balloons. The Lou and Lee Balloon Convention 2024 will be packed with thrill workshops, awesome, inspiring demonstrations, and hands-on activities. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting, there's something for everyone. And here's the best part. We have an exclusive offer that I, Jazzy B, did ask them for. Be one of the first to secure your spot and receive an incredible 
$100 off your registration. Yes, you heard that right. To claim your discount, simply text GPB100 to 470-537-5167 before you register on the website, which is www.bowtiecrewballoonconvention.com. And definitely reach them at louandlee.net. It's your girl, Jazzy B. And don't forget to tell them that I sent you. So enjoy. Stay locked. Stay loaded. Over and out.